What up, fam? Welcome back to another episode of the Snapback Sports Pod. On this episode, we're discussing NFL Week 16. Yes, only two weeks left in the regular season, but we have some Saturday night football, so let's get it. What up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Sandlin, from Snapback Sports on Snapchat. Joining me today, and as always, is Abe Granoff. Abe, it's Dallas week. You're telling me, my guy. You're telling me. Um, we will get to all the games on the slate. Obviously, we'll start with Eagles-Cowboys, but let's just break it open with our power rankings. Would you like to begin? Yeah, I would love to begin. Do you mind if I start from one this week? Because that's... How I seem fit for this. Title. Sure. They're number one team in the NFL. As usual, they proved it on Monday. They're a force to be reckoned with. The New Orleans Saints. Um, you can't guard Mike. That's just a fact. You can try, but you can't. Kamara's getting going. Breeze, nonetheless. I mean, this guy missed five games this year. And we, we just forget about it, right? Because they still did what they did with Bridgewater. He comes back, sets all these records. But speaking of that record, and before I continue... I asked you a question off the air, and I want to bring it to the Snapback fam. Maybe they have the answer for me. So, on Monday night, Drew Brees was remarkable, right? 28 of 29, 310 yards, and four touchdowns. That was not enough to earn a perfect passer rating. How? I do not know. But, in week 10 or something against the Bengals, maybe, whenever he did it, once out of the few times... Lamar Jackson went 15 of 17, so less completions, less attempts, more incompletions by one. Um, 223, so that's less less yards. And three touchdowns, I believe, so less touchdowns. But yet he earned a pa- perfect passer rating. I, it just makes no sense to me. It actually makes no sense. Drew Brees played the best game I've ever seen from a quarterback on Monday night and didn't get a perfect passer rating. So if anyone in the snapback community has the answer for me, I don't understand the sport of football. There, I said it. Um, my number. Can two, I break? Can I break it down for you, or it's I'd, just an open question? I go ahead. I'd prefer if you didn't have the answer. Okay. Well, just because I do. Someone so got pass, back to me on Twitter actually about it. Okay. So pass rating is a combination of four things: it's completion percentage, yards per attempt, touchdown rate, and interception rate. Obviously, his touchdown rate was super high. His completion percentage was an NFL record. He didn't throw a pick, so that falls uh, perfectly within the formula. The fourth aspect, though, is that yards per attempt. He did not reach the necessary yards per attempt to produce a perfect pass raising rating. He would have needed 375 yards on his 30 attempts in order to reach the 158.3 mark. With only 307 passing yards, he felt just short. And that's not really just short. He needed 70-plus more yards. So... Drew Brees, stop checking down and throw deep like Lamar. We good? You freaking nerd. Um, someone <laughs> back got back to me on Twitter and said it was because like one of Drew Brees' incompletions was a true incompletion, whereas Lamar had like two drops from his receiver. That, that's incorrect. Yeah, no, I wasn't um, that. But this guy who got back to me 
is a diehard Ravens fan. Um, his profile was all Ravens, so right off the bat, I knew not to trust him. My number. Before you go to two, though, okay. before you go to two, uh, two things. One, how ironic was it that the touchdown to break the record was called back for offensive pass interference that didn't really appear sweet, like it? Sweet chin music. And that they didn't even review. That was epic. Sweet and number two. Am I the only one who finds it odd that they're celebrating his breaking of Peyton's record? I didn't hear a single thing on Sunday about how Brady could have broken it with four yeah, touchdowns. Are they going to celebrate in two weeks if he breaks it again? Like if he gets if he gets it if Brady goes ahead of him on Sunday and then he breaks it again is he right. Well, so Brady, yeah, Brady plays on on Saturday. Like this record's gonna keep going back and forth until they both retire. I, I thought it was so weird that they were so going so crazy over Drew Brees. Like the cooler aspect to me is how Tom and Brees are right there and they're both gonna keep breaking each other until eventually Tom retires and yeah, I assume Brees make, will. Brady had to make like a stupid little joke on Twitter like yeah. it's gonna be tough to beat but at least I can try. Shut yeah. up dude. <laughs> Alright number two. French kiss your son. Um, number two in the league the Baltimore Ravens. Number three is the Kansas City Chiefs. Sneakily the Kansas City Chiefs have won what five or six in a row? They're piecing together wins. Mahomes looks like Pat Mahomes out there in the snow on uh, Sunday against Denver. Granted, it was against Denver, but they're ten and four, six and one on the road. Um, so that's a team you're frightful for come playoff football. And I know, I know they're costing you a little bit of sleep at night as a Ravens fan. I had another bad dream about the Ravens last night. So, it's, it's really uncomfortable. Yeah, at least you're not living a bad dream. Okay. Um, but, yeah, the Chiefs are clicking. They just brought in Terrell Suggs. Oh, I forgot to mention that the Saints brought in Janoris Jenkins. He can help win a playoff game, in my opinion. He's a good corner. He could also theoretically help lose a playoff game. But I do think it is more of a pro than a con. Yeah. I just I thought it was a little weird how the Chiefs used their claim on Terrell Suggs when Janoris Jenkins was out there. And, like, I mean, they lost one of their pack, but T. Suggs, like, you wanted to bring him in not as a player, but as a, just a, a vibe, right? Like you wanted for the atmosphere for T. Subs. I needed him to run, up. run through the tunnel, AFC then, Championship at home, right. and raise his arms. I, right, raise his arms and then grab some pie. But the Chiefs do need him. The Chiefs do need him. Right, but you never really wanted Terrell Subs to take the field for the Ravens, right? You needed him as your hype guy running out. No, of the no, I did, I did. You think he has juice left? No, he he. Yeah, he does. He's going to, you know, he's he would play 10 to 15 snaps on third downs, obvious passing downs, and he's just such an experienced yeah. player that he would probably make a play. So the Chiefs lost Alex Okafor to a torn pack, so it's a it makes sense as a replacement. It was, if, if Okafor doesn't tear his pack, there were a bunch of teams that were going to pick him up just to block us from getting him, but I think... I'm surprised an AFC team did. I think he he's def he definitely would have reported for NFC teams. Chiefs uh, allegedly he's going to. We'll have to see. But now we have our mole on the inside. Yeah, exactly. You have the Orlando yeah. Scandrick. Number four in my power rankings are the San Francisco 49ers, solely because if I don't put them in my power rankings, um, my DMs will blow up saying I'm disrespectful. Blah 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 blah. Whatever. You guys know how I feel about the Niners. You'll see it come playoff time. They're cuties. Number five in my power rankings is the other 28 teams because the NFL <laughs> stinks. Every team stinks. No one's better than anyone. Anyone can beat anybody. I just don't know who that fifth spot goes to. Is it the Vikings, 
the Seahawks, the Packers. Like, those teams, they all, like, can show flashes of being great, but they all stink. They all absolutely stink. Is it the Bills? No, let's be honest. It's not the Bills. Like, it's, they're still the Bills until proven not Bills. But this podcast is a huge Bills fan this week because Tom Brady on the road, wild card weekend, French kiss. Mwah. Um, so yeah, I've got one Saints, two Ravens. I've I've bad news. What? It wouldn't happen. If if the Bills do happen to beat New England Foxborough, they would still have to lose cut to the Dolphins. Out. I found that out this All right, week. We're gonna cut that I was part heartbroken. Out, so we're gonna continue. We got one Raven or ooh, that was close. One Saints, two Ravens, three Chiefs, four Niners, five every other team in the NFL. What do you got for me? I just want to say, it's not that every other team stinks. There's just clearly four teams who have separated themselves. Doesn't mean they're the four best. That doesn't mean they're going to be the four teams playing on championship weekend. But the rest of the teams don't necessarily stink. If I were going to pick, it would be between the Packers, Vikings, Seahawks, and Patriots. And I still can't put one above the other yet. Yeah, I think I think the difference between the top four and the next four to six is that those second four to six are just more flawed. There, right, you can beat them in certain aspects. Four that I can't decide could easily beat any of the top four in any given week in the playoffs. Absolutely. Right. So they don't stink. The NFL stinks. Um, all right. Number one, Baltimore Ravens, 12 and 2, 10 wins in a row. Number two, the New Orleans Saints, the most complete team in the NFC, without a doubt. Number three is the Chiefs. I've said it, I've been saying it for weeks. The team that I fear the most in the AFC for my Ravens. Number four is the Niners. Tough loss. Uh, kind of a trap game for them. I feel like but that's whenever, it, whenever a good team loses, it can never be like they played a bad game, they lost. It just automatically resorts to, oh, that was a trap game. Like, come on. They're not that. Like, that, They have flaws. They have flaws. You can't just, if a good team loses, like you're going to say it this week. If the Ravens lose to the Browns, you'll say it was a trap game. No, I wouldn't call it a trap game at all. We've played through a bunch of trap games. That's not what our game is this weekend. But for the Niners, that's who they are. They're a young they're a young team. They don't have that quarterback who can keep them focused because he's not a great leader. Shanahan's still not a great players coach. He's a great schematic coach. So those are the type of teams that can fall into trap games. The Patriots don't really you're fall into like, trap games. The Ravens like joining my bandwagon on the Niners. I still think they're a good team. I, the Saints are the best team in the NFC. If they get the one seed, they're they're going to go to the Super Bowl. If they don't, I have no doubt Breeze will lose on the road. Because no. you can guard Mike if, if you have you, like if eight if guys eight covering you. If you 11 people that you're allowed to put on the field, you can most so, certainly guard Mike. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number four, I said the Niners. Number five, I think, is going to be a look ahead number five. And I'm going with the Vikings. I think they're going to smack... Where is and by game? smack, I mean it's in Minnesota. I think they're going to beat the Packers by double digits. Wow. I've been saying this for a very wow. long time. I'm a big believer in the Vikings. I think they're a really I good team. Really but good. But you've got to think, no Dalvin on Monday most likely. No Dalvin. That's not even the important part. 0-8 Kirk Cousins I mean, I'm picking on to I beat mean, I, Aaron, primetime Aaron Rodgers. I get that point. That was just the elephant in the room that we didn't really need to bring up. We all know Kirky Prime. Um, I'll be watching from my neighborhood Applebee's in um, tribute to my guy, Kirk. Um, I'm not really sure how I feel about that game yet. We'll have to preview it on Sunday. 
Yeah, we'll get to that. Um, all right, let's preview the slate. Let's not forget at the end. Let's let's talk about Pro Bowl snubs towards the I end of the even, episode. Who, uh, who got in? Oh yeah, no Ravens, Ravens uh, had. Right. Yeah, had twelve. They tied the record. Just pretty crazy. And I think it's more important to look at what positions, which is really key to our success. But nonetheless, we'll get to that in a moment. Let's let's take it off with you know what. About eight people are here for. If you don't want to hear Abe and I talk about the Eagles because it's probably going to get ugly, just skip ahead a few minutes. But Abe, the floor is yours. <clears throat> so it is Dallas week. We have had this game circled on our calendar since the schedule was released. We all had a feeling it would come down to this. We didn't really anticipate both teams being <laughs> seven and seven, but alas, <laughs> we are here playing for the NFC East. Um, in Philadelphia, and what more can you ask for, other than not being seven and seven week sixteen? Um, but what? How do I feel about this game? Talent in this game, whoever has the more talent, is absolutely irrelevant. You agree with that? Um, okay. no. Continue. <laughs> I think about it this way: both of these teams. Just real quick, is Camu Grugier Hill? Grugier Any Hill. good? Because he just went on. Grugier, huh? He's been in and out of the lineup all year. Um, okay, he's out. I mean, he'll join his buddies on the IR. Whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's kind of a big loss. Shit. I just said I didn't even see that before you said that. So thanks for breaking that news. <laughs> but what do I mean by talent is irrelevant in this game? Okay, both of these teams are way should be way better than their than their record indicates. Right? No one thought we'd be sitting here. At week week sixteen, with the Eagles and the Cowboys both being five hundred, they have been such wild cards week in and week out that you never know what you're going to get with either team. Plain and simple, I know it sounds easy, but bear with me because we've seen some struggles all year. Whoever wants to win the football game on Sunday, a little bit more is going to win the football game. Talent out the window. It's just a matter of. Who isn't the biggest idiot on the field? Because we've seen that time and time again. The Cowboys are losing to the Bills at home on Thanksgiving. They're a nine-win team or ten-win team, but they're still the Bills. Still a bad loss. Um, they're losing to the Jets. The Eagles are losing to the Dolphins. They're squeaking out wins against the Redskins and the Giants. You have no idea what you're getting with these teams. All I'll say is, I'm glad it's in our building. Plain and simple. 4:25 Sunday. The link is going to be. Absolute mayhem. I hear you typing some rebuttals behind the keyboard, so cut it out. Um, <laughs> but it's in our building. Both the teams are wild cards. I like how Carson's playing right now. Obviously, it scares me a little that Dallas showed some true potential last week against the Rams. But, like I said, they're Dallas. We're the Eagles. You absolutely have no idea what's going to happen week in and week out. I could see a Cowboys blowout. I could see an Eagles blowout. I could see Cowboys win the close game. I could see an Eagles win the close game. Shit, I could see a tie happening. And honestly, that's not good because a tie for the Eagles is just as good of a loss. Um, But I'm just glad it's in our building. I mean, you don't really need me to pick who's going to win the game, right? We can skip that part. Um, (laughs) I don't know. The last time we were in this situation was 2000 and before most of our snapback audience was alive probably. The, Eagle, the Cowboys came to town week 16, week 17 for division on the line. And Donovan McNabb and the boys, 
um, were able to win 44-6. to I'm not going to get as blasphemous and predict that as the score, but it's in our building. It's Dallas week. We know what's on the line. We know what's in front of us. Oh, let me just add, my biggest fear is winning this game and then having to care about a Week 17 game against the Giants because we still have to win that game. Do the Cowboys clinch with the win? win. They do. Because they beat us in Week 6. So, that's it. Talent's irrelevant. Whoever wants it more, I hope it's my guys, is going to win this game. You all know who I'm riding with. In the link, 425. Going to be electric. Are you going? Um, Undecided yet. I will be in the parking. Can I come? You cannot. I'm busy. Um... (laughs) All right, let me let me let me jump in here. How'd I do? How'd I do? So, how'd you do? You just gave me four minutes <laughs> to convince me. I've actually like coming into it. You know, I've I've been wavering back and forth for the past few weeks. I've been watching both teams play up and down performances, all that. Uh, after last week, I know that the Cowboys are the better team. You guys have literally squeaked out comeback wins against the Redskins and Giants. These are the two of the worst teams the in the league, okay? Ball. Okay. So coming in, I was like, I really think it's Cowboys by double digits. They're gonna they're they've owned you guys. They're the better team. Uh, you know, traveling to Philly, you're only four and three at home. You're, it's nothing like overwhelming. Obviously, Link tougher place to play, but they have experience winning in that building. I don't know, okay, no, not in a winner take all. Then I listen to you. Then I listen to you for four minutes talk about yeah, the game. Be Cowboys by triple digits. That's correct. <laughs> I've never heard less confidence no, no, out of okay. your mouth. In the no 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 in the Philadelphia Eagles, you were telling me after every single loss against the Dolphins, uh, don't let us in, don't let us in. We're gonna crush Dallas. We're getting into the playoffs. Everyone knows it. And then you just somberly, I don't know if it's tired. I know you had your holiday party last night, but you blew it. You blew your chance to show confidence in the Eagles. And now I have never been more convinced that Dallas is winning this game. And I think it is going to be my biggest wager of the entire NFL season. I tried to play the Eagles fight song, but I'm connected to my Bluetooth headphones. <laughs> <That's not laughs> I was like, but are you good? I was actually coming on the air this morning, wanted to have a civil conversation. I didn't say everything I felt because out of respect okay. for the audience, we, we pride our... Wait, since when do you have respect for the audience? They're my guys. They're my guys. Um, unless you're in my DM Sunday at around 7.30, um, which it could get ugly. But all I'm saying is if you want me to state my true feelings, I don't think you do. We, what do we do at Snapback? We try and differentiate ourselves from the talking heads on television who are saying these blasphemous things just to get clicks. We speak from the heart. Now, if you really, really want me to speak from the heart, I will. Because I'm looking ahead right now to Week 17 in the Seahawks-Niners game for that division to see who's going to fly to Philadelphia. Are you kidding me, Jack? You actually think I'm worried about this goddamn game? Oh, yes, my God. and I can tell. I can hear it in your voice. I can see it Dude, in your text. they don't text. know how to flip a freaking coin, let alone play a football game. Come on. The link is, they could give- the link is going to be absolutely rocking on Sunday. Jerry Jones has those little cowgirls practicing in their bubble when it's going to be 30 degrees here, poor old Dak Prescott playing for a contract. You know what? Jerry Jones probably wants to lose this game 
because then he can fire Garrett. He has leverage on Dak Prescott. He knows they stick. The Cowgirls are a freaking joke. And if you think the Philadelphia Eagles and Carson Wentz, the way he's playing, and that 4-7 speed demon Boston Scott that we've brought up from God knows where is going to lose this game, you've got something else coming to you. Section 101, row one. Ticket is $1,170. I think I might just bet that on the Cowboys. Come sit front row and enjoy a beautiful Sunday in Philadelphia. What do you think? You want to come with you me? the ticket? If you'll let me root oh, for the Cowboys. Yeah, you just won't make it out alive. and Not by me. Would you, would you have the audacity <laughs> to show up to an Eagles-Cowboys winner-take-all game in a Cowboys jersey? I don't think you would. 100%. Put your money where your mouth is. I think this could you, make for like the you, greatest YouTube you video of all ticket, time. Should we be vloggers? If you buy a ticket, I'll buy you a Dak Prescott jersey. Okay. And you have to wear but, it to the game. And then we have to rework your will because we would have to work out how much I'm getting of what's. Ne- What's the weather in Philly? Row one is nice. I'm oh, intrigued. Yeah, but at the same time, I think you'd rather like row fifteen because, like, sometimes you like can't. You need like a little higher up angle. No, no, no. no. I need to be right behind the Eagles bench. Shit to nobody. Um, Sunday, we're looking. It'll be the sun setting. We're looking at about a 30, 30 degree game. Okay. Final All score: right. I, I, Eagles thirty, Cowboys twenty. Your NFC's champions, unless Daniel Jones has something to say about it, week 17, <laughs> which God help my soul. <laughs> uh, Cowboys 31, Eagles 20 with a late score. I think it's going to be a blowout. All right. Wait, you just said a late score. I think it's going to be a – that's not really a blowout. Then. Yeah, like 31-13, Eagles score late. Oh, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> I might, um, I might all right, other games. stream myself watching this game for the snapback fam. I'm down to do Slide that. In my apartment – um, I cannot can be held liable with anything I say. I just want to get that out there. We might have to disable the comments because if I see one fan, snapback fan, chirping me at the wrong time, it could go downhill. But I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. Usually. We'll talk. We got time. I'm fucking ready. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Ravens at Browns. Ravens can clinch the one seed in the AFC. Um, I think like it would it genuinely would not shock me. The Browns have nothing to play for. Well, they're technically alive, but they're dead. We know they're dead. Um, they have nothing to really play for. There's such disarray in that locker room. It's a perfect opportunity for them to just come out flying balls to the wall and beat the Ravens. But because we lost them, I think we're gonna get revenge and we wanna clinch. I do get nervous, and it is a good problem to have, but it is a problem. I get nervous about clinching the one. Resting week 17 and then having to buy, I think, two uh, weeks off could be a problem. Rest versus rust conversation. You, yeah. You spin it in I, I, we'll, That's the good part. We'll discuss next week if the Ravens win, but I about think we do. Uh, he, about this game. You know what's interesting to think about? Yeah. So a lot of Cleveland Browns that came out last year, they were going up to the Arizona Cardinals organization and saying, come get me. Apparently that came out. They won out of Cleveland. If they're resorting to a team like the Arizona Cardinals – <laughs> do you think every player on the Cleveland Browns is showing up with a, a hand-printed resume on Sunday to hand to the Ravens? <laughs> That's very factual. After but the Jets uh, post-game. The Arizona Cardinals, and now you're going to play. The, do you saw what the Jets did, right? The players getting Lamar's autograph. He had like yeah, four jerseys to, like to sign. In the week or something. Yeah. 
Yeah, the, you're right. The Browns will have their resume. Lamar, I swear I'll block for you downfield. Oh All right, Odell, like, go take a hike, man. They're saying, come get me to the Arizona Cardinals. They're going to be, it is nice in be Arizona. selling their soul for the Baltimore Ravens on Sunday. <laughs> Fair point. Uh, I didn't mean to start with Ravens because we have Saturday football. Let's start there. Houston at Tampa. Tampa 7-7. Seven and seven. Jameis is going to get a uh, at least franchise tagged. Maybe, I think, a big deal. We'll see. Uh, this seems like a perfect letdown spot for Houston. Huge road win to take a lead in the division and then just to open the gates for the Titans to come and beat them in Houston. But I think they're going to take care of business. That game's a complete toss-up to uh... me. I think the, Tex- the Texans wrap up the division this week. They win in Tampa, and the Titans lose against the Saints, and that division's over. But nonetheless, Jameis Winston in a spoiler game, where the hell do I sign? I'm all in. I'm all in. <laughs> Factual. Uh, next game on Saturday, Bills versus Patriots. I can't believe uh, have the tiebreaker. That stinks. It's so, it is so upsetting. Because, like, all the talk would be about that game kind of this week. More right. than, like, like, first take is coming to Philadelphia. NFL Live's coming to Philadelphia. The city is going to be absolutely rocking. But if, if the Patriots-Bills game, if the Bills actually were in first place with a win, which is just crazy to even say, um, then a lot of more hype would be around this game. Uh, I kind of thought that, the Bills are going to win this game because they would be in first place. But now that you ruined that for me, the Patriots are going to win, and that sucks. <laughs> yeah, that definitely sucks. I still think the Bills can win. It is going to be – it should so be low assuming scoring. Assuming the Patriots win on Sunday, that would mean they clinch the division, right? They would clinch the division, and they would uh, – let's see. Clinch a bye. They would – would, no, they would not clinch the bye. They still because they lost to Kansas City. They need and one you more guys game. Lock up a one seed with a win, correct? That's okay, correct. So we're looking at a yeah. You guys lucked out. You're only gonna have to face one of the Patriots or the Chiefs, most likely. Yes, there's a, there's a good chance that'll be the case. Uh, also, fun fact, my dad threw out: if we beat Cleveland on Sunday, and then we beat. Uh, the Chiefs in the playoffs, we would have beaten every team we played this year if we go on to win the Super Bowl, which is kind of interesting because we would get the redemption for the Browns and the Chiefs. Cool. But uh, that is a look ahead, but that's what you got to do when you're number one. And then the Saturday night <laughs> night. when you're number nine, too, don't worry. <laughs> Apparently. Uh, Rams, Niners, Niners needed to keep pace to set up that pivotal week 17, so I'm rooting for the Niners because that'll be a fun one. Uh, God, oh, that will that game will be yeah, electric in yeah, Seattle. For the Niners this week, that stinks because I yeah. love the Niners to get heartbroken. Um, that game's in Seattle next week, week seventeen. Oh, the Niners yeah. are so screwed. It's absolutely. Screwed. <laughs> I I'm gonna I'm actually gonna pick the Niners next week if if they take care of the Rams. Um, Cincy Miami Giants Redskins both games both interesting games for uh, both draft games will happen on Sunday. They will be played. That's about all I got. <laughs> That's factual. Um, Titans at home against the Saints. Could be a sell high on the Saints spot, but I think the ha- Tannehill uh, trip is over potentially. I don't know. It was just one bad game. It wasn't terrible by him, but his hot streak seems to have cooled off a little. All I know is the Titans are on pace right now for 8-8. Eight eight. You did call 8-8. Eight eight. Eight. I... 
I was a big believer in that they could potentially Dude, steal the division. Been set in stone since September, whatever the <laughs> season started. They're losing to um, Pittsburgh, losing to the and then they're going to lose to the Texans. Pittsburgh minus three, so short favorite in New York over the Jets. That is a scary line if I'm a Steelers fan. Duck Hodges looked terrible. The story was great. Duck Hodges was undefeated. He was leading them to a, a playoff berth. Now, if I'm a Steelers fan, I'm nervous. I'm very, very I'm nervous in, because... Uh, control your own destiny territory? I do not know. So, as much as you say Tennessee 8-8, eight and eight, Pittsburgh, if they slip up at the Jets, they come to Baltimore Week 17. Could the Titans get into the playoffs at 8-8? Eight eight? Because that would be the most Titan thing ever. Um... The Steelers win the tiebreaker over Tennessee based on best win percentage in conference games. I'm not sure how that would be affected down the line. Um, Ooh, that's interesting because Tennessee plays out of conference yeah, this week, and this would Pittsburgh, be two Pittsburgh AFC losses. Six and four out of con- or in conference, and the Titans are six and five. So the Steelers have the Jets this week. They have two. That should bring them. That should, but like you said, it's a scary line. And then they close with the Ravens. So you've got to assume they'll probably go one and one there. Um, Well, the Ravens could be resting their guys, so we'll see. Rest versus rest, man. I'll take – I know. If you do discuss the Ravens' first playoff game, I will take the rust side of the argument for you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Um, Panthers, Indy, don't really care. All I know is Indy has been knocked out of playoff contention. Shout out retiring Andrew Locke for winning me money. Maybe that's what I should use my Colts winnings on to uh, come visit you in Philly. Like what, five and one or something? They were five and two. They were definitely (laughs) in my power rankings at one point. I can tell you that. Yeah, they they've lost uh, like six of seven. Pretty brutal. Jags, a nice deal, but like a deal that they can kind of wiggle out of and and um. Like yeah, not a terrible one by any quarterback in the first round. He's still a good yeah. quarterback. He, I, I, I think but he's I, not I bad. Think he's bad either, um, but like he's definitely not the guy. Jags, Atlanta, don't care. <laughs> Oakland, Chargers, don't care. Lions, Denver, don't care. Arizona goes to Seattle. Seattle should take care of business, even though they are still the most overrated team in the league. Them and New England are just. Aaron Rodgers overrated. thinks that the Packers are the most underrated team in the league. Did you hear that quote? That they're not getting... They're not I didn't, but I want him to know that they're not because they stink. they are probably one of the least respected teams in the NFL right now. That That is fair. They For having Aaron Rodgers and being 11-3, yeah. and three, they're not they getting much the respect. That's also factual. Um, we discussed Dallas smoking Philly. Kansas City in Chicago is an interesting... And going over that, like... <laughs> I'm just, what do you I'm expect? If you say something like that, I expect okay. the Philadelphia Eagles to win the football. You game. better, you better de-trigger yourself for Sunday. I am ready. I am so ready. Um, all right, last game before Monday Night Football is Chicago versus Kansas City, which will lead us into the People's Parlay. Um, as we discussed on last episode with Nate Burleson, in case you missed it. I'm in the Sleeper League Championship of our Snapback Sports Podcast League. It's rigged. Oh, I think you owe, if I buy us front row tickets, not only do you owe me a Dak jersey, I think you have to wear a Trubisky shirt. You're out of your freaking mind. Mm, that might be That might be the final straw to decide if I come or not. Jack, this is... This is serious, okay? It's <laughs> 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 I get it. You guys are chilling. Is it worth it? You guys are chilling with the bu- 
Is it worth it? Front row, week 16 against the Cowboys to have to wear a Mitch Trubisky no, shirt. It's not worth it. Jack, wow. Like any old game. Like, you don't, you don't get it, okay? You don't get it. No, I actually can't imagine playing for the division in week 16. <laughs> um, oh, this is <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, seriously. From the well, Charlie's been requesting to put clips from earlier in the season. We need to pull up all your Eagles takes from you know preseason, week one, week all right, two, then, then all we that stuff. The text we can release the text that I have with Charlie talking about the Cleveland Browns too. Like, you want to play that game? You want to fight fire with fire? What text? Talking about the Browns is Super Bowl, whatever. You know, Browns. Yeah, but don't hate on Charlie. So I'm just saying this is if more Charlie of a me thing. Put in audio clips. Bottom line is my team can go 1-0 and and get in the playoffs, and his team is applying for jobs elsewhere literally while they're at their current job. So, That's Charlie, fair. if you want to come um, and be like that, I'm playing meaningful football in the middle to late December, and you're not. Okay. Uh, people's parlay. Oh, what I was saying was I'm in the championship. I play Benny Pirelli. Shout out, Benny. He's scored the most it's points great. all season. Um, if he wins, he wins $500 cash. Shout out the fam. If he loses, I think we go $500 week 17 people's parlay. T- TBD. Uh, the projections have us about me, I think, is like a 10-point favorite. But now Godwin, my top receiver, is out. That's absolutely brutal. So I'm going to have to potentially pick up X-Raven and my most hated player ever, Brashad Perryman. We will see. You know, uh, But people's parlay Brashad for Perriman this week. Before we get in the parlay, huh? Brashad Perryman, I remember, what was it, three, four years ago or something, Screaming bloody murder at my television because the Eagles drafted Nelson Aguilar over this Brashard Perriman guy because I thought Perriman was going to be a stud. And they both stink. <laughs> he had three touchdowns, I believe, carrying people in fantasy. Like, come back four years later and somehow Brashard Perriman actually is better than Nelson Aguilar. Oh, okay. Somehow, yeah. some way. Yeah. All right, my first pick. I'm going Bears plus five and a half. Over the Chiefs. Is that dumb? Yes. Is Mitch Trubisky playing better? Yes. Have the Chiefs shadily been beating up on some overrated teams? Yes. Uh, is that Bears defense still decent? Mahomes in the cold at night. Wait, wait, we'll what? see. He just balled out in an absolute blizzard. <laughs> There's a difference between cold and windy and snow. Snow actually helps with offensives. Defensive players can't get their footing as the offensive players know that what direction they're headed that, in. That's a fun fact. Where'd you read that? What'd you, Look it up. Snow I'm overs. Going, I'm actually going perform. to downstairs to the supermarket after this. I'm going to buy a, a mm-hmm. can of Snapple or a bottle of Snapple. I'm going to undo the cap and I'm going to find that fact <laughs> on that Snapple cap. Snow overs in betting are good bets. Windy unders also good bets. It's the Windy City. I'm going Bears plus five and a half. Meteorologist, I'm not, Snapchat connoisseur. What else you got to your resume? <laughs> I, I, number one seed. I don't know. We'll see. Um, I, I want to put the Cowboys, but I'm not going to, obviously, out of respect for no one. <laughs> um, I'd, like to absol- I'd like to apologize to absolutely fucking nobody. I don't even know who my second pick was, but I did say I think that the Vikings are going to beat the Packers by double digits. So uh, we're going to have to wait till Monday night. Oh, I like the Bills. Okay. Good because you were on you were on you were on pace but, that on Mitch Trubisky and Kirk Cousins in prime time. <laughs> so I'm gonna do it. Minnesota minus five. I think they win by double digits. You absolutely despise our yeah. listeners. We're due though. We're due. Oh my god, we're due for another zero for four. Um, what do I got this week? 
I have got the under in the Bengals-Dolphins game. Why? Because neither team wants to win. And in order to lose, you got to score less points than your opponent. So it's a battle of who wants to score less. Total's coming in a little bit high right now for my liking at 47.5. Now that I'm looking at it again, it's actually a little lower than I thought. Kind of scares me a little bit. But... I'm riding with <laughs> as much as no one wants to score, I think no one wants to play defense and wants to allow the opponent to score. It's a total. It could be eight points in the game, or it right, could be so eighty. I'm go so with, I'm I, I don't mind it. Of that, I'm going to go okay. with the under in the Dolphins Bengals game. Um, chances are the parlay will already be ruined after Saturday, so you won't have to watch this game. But if we if Buffalo, are you taking Buffalo? Why? What's Saturday? No. No, 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 I went with Cousins. Oh, great. (laughs) (laughs) But I've got the under in the Cincy-Miami game. Can I do it? What? I thought you wanted the Saints. Can I do it? Come on. No. I I didn't do it, so you can't do it. Come on. It's a plus odds, man. No. Because I need the people's parlay money to pay for our tickets to the game. All right, my second pick. Um, <laughs> Is that ASMR? Eagles money line. They're going to win 40 to 20. It's going to be unbelievable. And the Eagles are going to go to the playoffs and win the Super Bowl. My second pick <laughs> of the day. I'm going to go Steelers minus three against the Jets. You said it was. It could be a trap okay. game. It's a little bit of a scary line. I agree. But I think the line is only because of that. Because the Steelers have their 11th string quarterback playing. Um, from training camp, but things are still alive in Pittsburgh. They've got a good culture. Obviously, they're playing against the Jets. Don't really need to say more on that end. Um, so I'm going to go with the Steelers minus three on the road. Fair enough. I like it. Vikings minus five. Bears plus five and a half. We we our bets <laughs> our bets this week are on Kirk Cousins primetime, Mitch Trubisky primetime. Not to mention both those guys go against Mahomes and Rodgers in primetime. Then you bet on a guy named Duck Hodges, <laughs> <laughs> and then you bet, bet on bet the against. Cincinnati Bengals and Miami Dolphins them. defense. But you, I bet what do you mean? Their teams. No, no, but you bet on their right, defenses playing well. The Fifty-three man so. roster. That's that's a fair angle. Um, all right, before we do close up with some NBA talk, and people have been requesting college bowl season, college football playoff. We'll get to that next week. Um, snubs from the Pro Bowl: Ravens led and uh, set or tied a record, twelve players. And what, like I mentioned uh, earlier in the pod, the positions. One long snapper, one kicker, a tight end, three players in the secondary, three offensive linemen, linebacker, and then quarterback, running back. Um, I think the defensive aspect of the secondary in a passing league and the offensive lineman having three is pretty impressive. Um, But snubs. Uh, Saquon, our boy, did not make it, but that was expected. Like the name, the name, the The snub, though. the, the stat right. line, there's no defending well, what his numbers were this year. Right. But I do think a potential snub was Aaron Jones. So the running backs were Dalvin. That was obvious. CMC. Did Zeke get it because of his name? Um, I mean, I don't have his numbers in front of me. But, no, he's put together some really good games this year. And I feel like the reason that... He it's not considered well. He did get it. The reason that he did get it, part of the reason is because 
when his numbers were low, it wasn't on him not like producing. It was on Jason Garrett going away from the run game and airing it out. Like we saw in the first quarter of the Thanksgiving game, he was he had like five rushes for 50 yards or something. What They were rolling down the field, and then he ran the ball like eight more times in the game or something total. Like, so when he was getting fed the amount that he should, he's producing. I don't think that's necessarily a snub. Yeah, you can say Aaron Jones because of, what does he have, 17 touchdowns this year or something? Yeah, he has 14 rushing touchdowns, but I didn't realize he has 300 less yards than Zeke. So, like, whoever was telling me is a snub. He's not a snub. He's just scoring touchdowns. Touchdowns don't necessarily – that's just an opportunity thing. That doesn't make a you question. a better player. So, I haven't really fiddled through the the Pro Bowl rosters yet because um, it came out during my holiday part. Carson also didn't get it, and he's fourth in the league in rushing. And our boy JJ didn't get it. Josh who, Jacobs, who 11 – For the NFC – quarterbacks out of curiosity the nfc quarterbacks was carson Wentz. Carson made it uh, no <laughs> <laughs> i was about to say <laughs> Russ, By the way, it was, was russ rogers i have no idea who would made the roster i know that i know the eagles got five i didn't look at the names i kind of just assumed carson didn't get it but yeah, yo, it was yo, it my, was Russ Rogers Breeze. Said that just went through the roof. I got so <laughs> it was Russ Rogers Breeze. I mean, Rogers, look, Breeze. you've got a feel for my guy Kirk. Yeah, Kirk. Even um, what's his name, Jimmy G? Oh, I guess a little like um. And then, like, I don't know how Jameis didn't get it, but that's besides the point. And then AFC was Lamar, Mahomes, Watson. Brady missed it first time since 2008. Definitely not a snub, though. Is it, like, set in stone? Only three quarterbacks make it for each roster? Yes, but, uh, you know, the Ravens will, will be in the Super Bowl, so they won't get to go. So there'll be a free spot there. Wide receivers, Keenan Allen, Tyreek Hill, DeAndre Hopkins. Shocking to me. I don't know if I haven't been following close enough, but Jarvis Landry. Made the Pro Bowl. That's weird. <laughs> right? He doesn't even want to play on his that, team, that, and he's in that, a Pro Bowl. There's something going on there. I can't really, I can't really put my. But the AFC. To it. I'm looking at the other AFC teams who I can put in, but I don't know who would go ahead of him. But I do know that that's incorrect. It is. It is crazy. Like obviously Odell hasn't had the season. He's not. He doesn't deserve it. And the only other players are really like Edelman, Cortland Sutton. It was the right four. It's just shocking that he's the fourth best in the wide in the AFC. Listen to the NFC though, and tell me if you I mean, can yes, figure this out. I have no idea. Okay. Godwin. Mm-hmm. Um. It's not too hard. Just saying. Yeah, I'm kind of just forgetting who plays in the National Football League. Um, Michael Thomas. Yep. Did they put Mike Evans in there? Did they get two? Wow. They did. Davis gets they did. two Pro Bowl receivers, 2,000-yard receiver. I fucking love that guy. Absolutely love that guy. Um, this is pretty bad radio, so... Julio Jones. Oh, I forgot. But can you, can you tie those four together and notice one thing? Hmm. Godwin went to Penn's. Not, not college. I feel really bad. For the cornerbacks in the NFC South. All four came from the same division. Oh, and can you also see how irrelevant the wide receiver position is to being good for having a good team? Unless it's Michael Thomas because you physically cannot guard Mike. Your boy Ertz 
Got in the Pro Bowl. Shout out John Gruden. He's a big Ertz hater. So, uh, Mark Andrews, Kelsey. You are uneducated. You do not know anything (laughs) about anything. Um, So, yeah. So, I didn't think there were really any crazy snubs. I mean, we're looking at Stephon Diggs, DJ Moore at a ton of yards, which is another NFC South receiver. That division really can catch the ball. They just can't really do much else, I guess. He's going to lead every Um, category as a quarterback, maybe. Including turnovers. Yeah, but I, there's still a lot of other categories that are cool. Do you have a defensive player of the year in mind? Yes, Stefan Gilmore. Yeah, I think I it's think him. It it's got to be. He's, I mean, you saw the route running of the Cincinnati Bengals, so he... <laughs> that would be a fun Super Bowl matchup. The two of them, Gilmore versus Thomas. Nothing else about that game would be fun because the Patriots think, but that would be cool. I mean, there's not a single person that can guard him one-on-one in the NFL. I'm trying to think of if who there is anyone. Candidate, like TJ Watt, maybe. Um, yes, TJ Watt's in the conversation. Shaq Barrett started out super hot. Donald obviously will be while, in the combo. While we have this conversation like, going, I'm looking at their roster right now. I think you got to give Coach of the Year to McDermott. Uh, there's an argument for a few coaches. Shanahan, so McDermott, one would be Shanahan. Shanahan, McDermott, Harbaugh. A lot of people say if the Steelers get in with with it should be Tomlin. I personally, I mean, speaking though, you can't really win this award unless you're one of those like powerhouse at least ten. You need to be right. a 10, 11, 12 winner. Right. I I think if Shanahan doesn't win the division, I think that kind of knocks him out. It's not totally fair but it is you know he would be the five seed he would go he would be flying down to dallas um and then mcdermott also a wild card i think because of how good of a coach harbaugh's been for so long people probably don't give him as much credit but like he fully bought into lamar and built a whole system around him with greg roman that probably deserves seeing that more often like you i saw on what i hope so shows whatever one of these clickbait shows and there's someone begging the Cincinnati Bengals do not put him in a system build your roster around Joe Burrow and your system because that's what Harbaugh did and it worked it's working I'm not going to say it worked because there's still more football to be played well I think that's a big point to be made is that while people expect defenses to figure out Lamar or they expect um, you know figuring out the offense Exactly, and I think now that a system, the only two times we've really seen full systems be built was for the Niners' crazy playoff run where they lost the Ravens to the Super Bowl, and then this time. Like, when Mike Vick was playing, they weren't running read options, RPOs, they weren't keeping him safe, getting him out of the pocket. Like, they were playing this, the traditional uh, offensive scheme. They just happened to have a crazy athlete or quarterback. I, I agree. I think even when it comes down to... Uh, traditional pocket passers set them up for success by building a system if your guy has good arm strength get him a deep threat like i feel like it's it's fairly simple it's just old coach things sometimes we could do it yeah should we coach your team if you give me a madden playbook i can figure it out Um, i tell you one thing i wouldn't mess up the coin toss that's true. I would defer or receive. It's pretty simple at this point. Although he did say defer after like the eighth time. All right, let's close with NBA. Um, should we start with you know the hottest team in the league? No, just, no. stop. 
Stop. The New York Knicks are three and one over the last four games. They lead the NBA in offensive offensive efficiency Offense, during this stretch, averaging 119 points per 100 possessions over the first 22 games of the year under David Fisdale. New York Knicks ranked dead last in offensive efficiency. Uh, Fisdale wasn't the only problem, but he was a problem. I just wanted to get that out there. Knicks five games back of the eight seed. Um, shout out the balling Knicks dominated the Hawks, but. I want to talk about the Pacers. Big win. Obviously, AD was out, but obviously, Oladipo has been out for the Pacers. I've been telling you for a while, I think they're a really good team. Sabonis has like 10 or 13 straight double-doubles. Brogdon is playing as... He could potentially win most improved player. He's becoming an all-star right in front of our eyes. Pascal Siakam winning it again. I don't think that's how that works. Wild. That that's not technically how it works, but he has improved greatly. The uh, Eastern Conference is kind of the Bucks, and then oh, everyone else. Come on, it is right now. It's the Bucks, and then everyone else. I mean, we're the two seed. They had won eight. I know, but I'm saying, but you're the two seed by a half I'm game. So excited for that Christmas Day game against the Bucks. Yeah, that's going to be a really good one. I I retro. We're doing something at work where um, we looked at the Christmas Day schedule, and the Warriors and the Pelicans will both be each playing other? on Christmas Day. Zion, huh? No, not against each other, which is yeah, even worse. You could just like totally block that out of your day if they were playing each other. Exactly, but now it's Rockets at Warriors. It, at the uh, Chase Center, and then Pelicans play like the Jazz and the Nuggets or something, and Zion's going to be out till twenty twenty. Zion, so Zion's that's kind of a be, bummer. I'm going to say this right now: Zion's not playing this year. I disagree with that. Oh, I forgot you're a big injury what guy. Does, what? What? What does that mean? What's your what? Oh, Doctor Granoff, what is your uh, analysis of Zion that you think he's One, not playing this year? Two. Why would he play? I'm not saying he's, um, gonna be, he's not going to be healthy. In, he's probably healthy right now. Steph Curry's healthy right now. Gordon Hayward already came back from a broken hand. Like this <laughs> league, you, you got to look into. Don't you have a big game tomorrow night to, or tonight for the Sixers? Jimmy oh, Butler tonight. To Jimmy B. Last time he came to town, I think it was our biggest win of the year. One by 40-something. Um Hopefully everyone got healthy. We were playing some really good ball. Then came the team... Came down with a little bit of a stomach bug. Um, Embiid set out on Sunday. Matisse was unhealthy. But I'm very happy with what I'm seeing from my Sixers right now. Obviously, it's early. As of three days ago, players are officially allowed to be traded. So we should start getting that going. Um, I don't think this will be the roster we have come June. I think some the bench needs a little bit of improvement. But I like where we're at right now. The two-seed big game tonight. Just taking every game by itself. But... I don't want to go too much into the Sixers because it is December, but you guys all know I could. Um, let's talk a little trade talk because as of three days ago, like I said, the you're now allowed to trade around the NBA. Obviously, the trade deadline officially is until the first week in February, but there's a lot of big names being floated around. So I'm going to list a couple names, and you're going to give me the first team off the top of your head you would like to see them go to. Drew Holiday. Whew. Drew yeah, Holiday. For this, I kind of just made that up on the spot. No, no. I mean, I 
Eric Bledsoe has been playing so well, but I just think Drew Holiday is such an upgrade over him. Like Bledsoe was a huge reason why they blew that two-game lead over the Raptors. The rest of the East doesn't really need him. Toronto uh, an interesting spot. Like they have that Lowry one-year deal that makes him a tradable piece. You lock up Drew and Pascal for the next few years. I don't know. Just something seemed interesting. Yeah. Um, out West, I don't really think there. I was thinking about it, maybe him in Dallas with Luca. I mean. If we if we want to be frank, there is one team that with Drew Holiday, I think it it makes them the favorite in the West. Are you gonna say something stupid right now or no? Okay, no, Go ahead. no. I I think it's the Clippers. Like with all due respect to Patrick Beverly, you swap him for Drew Holiday, who's potentially just as good, if not a better defender and a way better offensive yeah, I mean, player. We're talking straight, just swap swaps right now, but I don't think that money works out with Drew Holiday's contract. <laughs> Did. Yeah, I don't know what the contract situation is. I I just I think maybe, that would be the, the move. Nuggets, like I don't. They have a young backcourt, but like if they want to just like go for it, uh, other contending. The Boston doesn't need them, obviously. Miami, Miami is a little interesting spot. Oh, Miami is interesting, but how do they have any money left? I feel like they have eight guys on. Th- they want to swap Goran, so like, you know, it yeah, would be helpful to, to the, the team. But I can tell you that. Deion well, Waiters kind of turned me into true. my, like, in a different way, just like my Jameis Winston of the NBA. Just like, I kind of love yeah. this guy. Let's keep him around. He, he makes for good headlines every now and then, gives you a few laughs. Um, another name to throw out there, Kevin Love. Championship experience. Yeah, that one. Obviously, can bring it off the glass, can shoot it. Interesting. I think he can help any team. Maybe not on the defense. Well, that's end. definitely true. I think the move, though, is without a doubt the Blazers. I kind of thought they, they're they kind of finding something in Carmelo. They are, but not necessarily the same position. If you went if you went uh, Dame, CJ, Melo, K-Love, and then uh, if Nurkic comes back or for now Whiteside, like, that's a nice five coming off a Western Conference Finals appearance. Obviously, it's not better than the Lakers or the Clippers, but... As a third piece, Kevin Love on that team. I mean, how about the fact that like Carmelo Anthony, people are saying he shouldn't, he should play in the big three, Car- and he's scoring twenty four a night. The, the, the Carmelo, <laughs> I'm just a message just popped up on my phone. It was just an equals group me. There's probably some. All I see is Pro Bowl is so dumb. <laughs> open that, but yeah, I mean, there was no doubting Carmelo could still play. It is kind of nice, like just seeing him just get buckets at will still. Uh, but Kevin Love, like, there's teams like Boston who could use a big. Granted, Kevin Love is more of, at this point of career, a perimeter shooter than he is just a, <coughs> excuse me, a smash down low big. But I look at a team like Boston. I look at a team like Miami. Um, Boston does need that that bang down low type player. He doesn't really do that a ton anymore, though. Like Minnesota Timberwolves. You know, you know, you know who's a team though that they won't do it, but it's definitely an interesting one. Is the Mavs? Okay, I said that about Drew. They Howard. wouldn't really one of those moves. What yeah. for the Mavs? But they have Luca at the point. You don't want to take the ball out of Luca. Yeah, anymore. I agree. I think Drew can play off ball a little now. He can, but I just think. The Mavs are not going to invest a ton into like an older player like Love. I think they want to keep building. They know this isn't the year, so it would be weird to make that move. But 
if they get him, they are 18 and eight, and they kind of solidify themselves if, I mean, as a playoff a team fan, for the you year. You're just absolutely thrilled where your organization is right now. You know it's not your year, but you're showing you can compete right now. You're 18 and eight, the three seed. You haven't used up your cap space. You have your core. You actually have your future. You're just life is good if you're a Dallas fan that supports Dallas basketball right now. That's that's true. But not football. Um. All right. All right. <laughs> all right, fam. Stay tuned to see if I make it down to Philly. I think a little vlog would be uh, pretty exciting. Actual I'm not gonna vlog. lie. See me, see me get my ass beat in uh, Philadelphia by popcorn in hand. Just like, listen, this is my <laughs> guy. Don't get me wrong, love Jack, but there's a time and a place for it. Hi, it's that back, fam. What? Wait, Abe. What Super Bowl is this? What'd you say? Sorry. What Super Bowl are we on? Super Bowl, the Eagles won 52. That was 254. Are we on episode 54? We're on episode 54. Good luck to both our squads. Dallas week, baby. Oh, you weren't going to do the E-A-G-L-E-S? Well, now that we're still going. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles! All right, peace.